Hello and welcome back, guys and gabagools. For our happy Halloween, we actually recorded an episode session. I am the Dungeon Master, uh, Clark, and with me, as always, I am joined by Tony. Nothing is more terrifying than this podcast, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> when you got a text from Winston that showed up on your group me, did you just internally, yeah. like, have a panic attack? Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> screaming into the void. <laughs> we all just looked at our phones for about half a day until I tentatively <laughs> said yes. <laughs> uh, also, Winston's here, hey, bud? Ooh, like the herpes flare-up that won't go away and shows up every couple of months. It's the Legion of Renom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bobby of the Bobby Brothers. Hello, Bobby. Heroes don't kill people. I do. <laughs> uh, and the artichoke dip eater himself, uh, Chris. Chomp. Of the I Chris do, clan. I can get you some artichoke dip if you want me to. <laughs> you can get me some dip? No, I can get me some. Well, I'll be eating it for you. No, I'm good. I can spit it into your mouth <laughs> like a baby bird. <laughs> Save it for the OnlyFans. <laughs> All right, so I got some quotes from last episode here. Real quick, I want you guys to guess who said it. Ready? Here we go. With my little body, it's about a half a dollar staff. Me. Yeah, that's yep, got to be right. Winston. That was kind I of a cheat, though. I didn't bring my rain poncho. Tony? Bobby. 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 Yep. Damn it. <laughs> Can I grapple Triangle Man? That's me for sure. <laughs> How's he gonna attack me? He's got a sousaphone on. That can't be me. That's Bo- Bobby? It's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we'll just have fun with it. I'll turn him into a cow. <laughs> That's Tony. He's the only one of us with spells. <laughs> That's not true. Well, he's the only one that uses them. A live creature. Oh, wait, I have spells. You love to see it. That sounds like a Bobby thing. Yep, you're right, Tony. <laughs> uh, and finally, shouldn't have brought a pistol to a corpse fight. <laughs> that's a Chris thing. No, that's, that's me? Yeah, that's you, bud. <laughs> I would have thought that was Bobby. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, no, I, I got no recollection of that, no. So, um, I think I think we've, I, we recorded this last episode before I was married. And now I'm married. Wow. So... So it's, how do you feel? Big change? Uh, you do you think this that wedding prepared you to DM? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I I am definitely more ready now than I ever was. Last session, we actually exited in the middle of a pitched combat. <laughs> Who remembers what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, oh, I remember. There was some sort of band. Uh, I think I turned a wall sentient. Clark was living in sin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All these things are true. So, Plick Pluck uh, ended the combat chasing down Catwell and Melnion, uh, one of the less serious players, but more jokey, but also pretty strong, uh, into a uh, like an artifact room. Uh, and trapped his ass in a wall of stone with little air pockets at the bottom in case the water from the other room went all the way up the stairs so it could drown him. Uh, and then he shot 
a wand of wonder into that wall of stone, this box made of concrete, uh, shot a wind into it and tumbled him around like a dryer. Uh, Cranwell did some fucking miraculous spellcasting last combat. You guys are uh, still in Grumblestash's headways is his atrium, um, where he was having a little garden party with a bunch of leaders of the free or unfree world, uh, and you interrupted all that. Um, uh, Cranwell eviscerated the band in a tiny wooden boat uh, with a firestorm. The first time you guys have ever seen Cranwell do something, I think, evocationally <laughs> useful. Uh, he summoned a storm of fire and then followed up his turn by healing Plick Pluck to almost full hit points. Yeah, I was looking at my spell, my sheet, and I was like, how did I get 86 hit points? Yeah, you started the combat. Let me just say, uh, Tony's MVP, and you still have an inspiration. Because you started the combat with the hit points that you had the combat in, which was 12 hit points. It's almost as if you can write things down <laughs> with paper and pencil <laughs> to remember numbers. Do you have Murdar's sheet right now or Venu 46? I, I, I have it pulled up. Uh, it, I'm just, I'm sure it's not the correct hit. Oh, no, I actually do have it pulled up. I'm at 90. Okay, so there cool. you go. Yeah, you all, uh, I mean, you should feel bad about yourself. I, I really don't, because the last time you brought Murdar's sheet, or two times ago, rather, but, you know. <laughs> this time, though, I've got it. And this time you got it. Muffins also pulled out some pretty interesting spellcasting by summoning a finger of death. Uh, he also animated a wall that Grumblestash Headway had, um, had erected to block the path down the river. It came to life, and then uh, you broke concentration on that so you could concentrate on making him dance. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> My irresistible dance. Yes, he, Man, I don't he, remember he was, any of this. He was, <laughs> he was running across the wall, and then you made him dance, and he fell into the water below. Uh, but the unfortunate part about that, Muffins, is even if he does become undancy, you are virtually undancy. alone. The wall behind you is closed, blocking off the rest of your party, and you are just in this hallway with Grumble Stash Headway. Uh, he is—he is a pretty good. I distance thought he was from drowning, you, but you've seen him quickly close that distance before, so you are reticent. Uh, the rest of the party is currently in uh, the treasure room, the artifact room. Uh, Manu fourteen sixty nine did some uh, pummeled the shit out of Catwell's two cohorts, leaving them fairly low on hit points, uh, and also uh, snapped the neck of a triangle man. That was, that, was, that, uh, that was his big contribution, turning the triangle man into a flailing weapon, or rather, uh, a kunai with chain. <laughs> kunai with chain. I, I did remember that part a little bit. <laughs> All right, so... We are actually opening up at where we left in the turn order. Surprisingly, I still have this written down. Uh, so actually, no, it's Grumblestash's turn. And he goes, glub, glub, glub. I'm feeling the dance. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so I am going to be rolling a dice and determining whether or not he's still dancing. What's your save, Winston? That would be 19. All right. Da- uh, damn, I should have had him roll first. It's okay. Rookie mistake. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I, either way, uh, let me double check the rules of irresistible dance. <laughs> A dancing creature must use all its movement to dance without leaving its space and has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack rolls. Just like me at Clark's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it said it's haunted by the sounds of sandstorm. Uh, okay Um, at the uh, as an action Grumblestash Headway focuses on not dancing so he doesn't fucking drown and he does succeed that is however going to be his turn Uh, so he is currently in the same space that he was and we start at the top of the order in the artifact room Plick uh, Pluck, you are about five feet away from this concrete construction that Catwill Imeowneon is in at the moment. What do you do? That's right, we've got the cat removal you, device. You got him trapped in there. Uh, I can't break concentration for obvious reasons. Um, I can't cast that either. I wanted to cast Detect Thoughts, but that requires... <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Concentration. Concentration. Uh, can I lean up against this wall? Sure. Like it's uh, an old record player. Sure. And I'm gonna like spin like a watch chain or something. Okay, you do that. I'll, I'll do that for my whole turn. <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody else here? Yeah, it's just yeah. Catwell. No, no. Right? Uh, <laughs> Why is he missing uh, his turn? May fourteen sixty nine is fighting uh, his two cohorts. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna that this guy can't break out of solid concrete and I'm going to go over to where he's at because I'm in the room and he's kind of out on the landing, right? Is that true? Yes, exactly. Okay, so I'll go out there. Uh, I'll draw two daggers and I'll huck them at the first guy I see. So that'd be, what, action and bonus action? Yeah. Sure. Not that one. Uh, nat 20 on the first one. Oh, no. You just got hooked. And uh, 37 on the second one. <laughs> so I'm guessing those hit. Let's do the oh, first okay. one that did the critical damage. Yeah. Let's see, 1d6. That'd be 2d6. You no longer rogue, so you don't have sneak attack, yeah? That's correct. 2d6. 13 damage for the first one. Okay. And two damage for the second one. Okay. It's a pretty solid damage versus one of the cohorts. Uh, He stumbles. He's bloodied. He has been already bloodied the past session. Both cohorts are now bloodied and in rough shape. Uh, Cramwell, you are at the top of the stairs overlooking this artifact room in front of you. And behind you is the wall. It is no longer animated. Meaning the room is now filling with water Mm. again. Is there anybody near me who I can do dangerous behaviors to? Yes. Uh, at the bottom of the staircase mm. in the artifact room, Man in 1469 is doing combat with both of the cohorts of Cram or Catwell. Let me let me uh, let me pull up this spell real quick. 
you know what? I don't have time to pull up the spell. I'm going to hit him with my hand crossbow. I'm hitting him with the hand crossbow. Damn straight. <laughs> Medieval pistol whipping this man. That's going to 18. Does 18 hit? 18 does hit. For a grand total of three damage. <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, rolled a couple d4s. A couple? Did you add yeah. your dexterity? No. Okay, do, so that's going to be... Do the, do the rules. <laughs> do five, then. You've been playing this game for decades, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have been doing that. All right, well, that's that. Uh, one of the cohorts took his crossbow bolts. Muffins. You are currently spider so climbing in a tunnel. Very a la Willy Wonka. Uh, you have dropped. Well, <laughs> you've dropped your pal what? into the water. Uh, your your old boss, Grumble Stash. It's just you and him in here. He has successfully saved through your dance. Just the way I like it. Uh, so I'm on the ceiling. He's still in the water. I'm going to drop a chromatic orb, not at at him, but just at the water around him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I will be casting it at fourth level. Fourth level. All right. So I guess just roll me ice damage. Is that what that is? Or electric? Uh, uh, it's a lightning. Lightning damage. All right. It's different from electric. What is your save? It. 19, you said? Yes. Okay. All right. He fails. Oh, well, that's good. I was. That's why I was aiming for the water. I was hoping to avoid that whole dice rolling part. Oh, it would it would still be doing a second. Oh, oh, well, this sucks balls. It was 18. 18 damage? Okay. I rolled two ones. That's rough, buddy. Come on, Google Dice, help me. <laughs> Google Dice. <laughs> Those dice are rigged. I have bought Google. <laughs> but the fucking McElroys own this. <laughs> we fail because of them. Being so vindictive, you don't want other podcasts to succeed. <laughs> I do it. That's exactly as how soon as I, I have power. <laughs> as soon as I have power, I'm pulling the ladder up behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Since when do we have a ladder? That's what I'm saying. As soon as we get we the ladder, can't afford a ladder. <laughs> as soon as some idiot lets us on the ladder, we're pulling it up. <laughs> after, after like. <laughs> Eight years of doing this show, you pull a 360 and become the a 180 and become the most popular Dungeons and Dragons show on the internet. <laughs> oh, there's still time it could happen. <laughs> All the power goes to his hand. He turns into a fucking Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, if I if I'm this power hungry at this level, where do you think I'll be at the top? You see, when we travel back in time to fantasy land we will be using dog currency <laughs> <laughs> scoob coin <laughs> please everyone scoob buy run up coin right now <laughs> it's it's dipping right now <laughs> all right it is currently catwell's turn you guys have really done a number on my robe here because of the things he can do, he cannot really sneak attack a wall. Uh, he's going to be—he's going to be chipping away more at the inside of the stone, 
to try and escape. <laughs> Which is really unfortunate, because this guy's got a lot of cool shit, but none of them involve being stuck in a fucking stone prison. Like a JoJo <laughs> character. The, the coolest <laughs> things really are the hit point values for stone walls. They're, they're pretty spicy. They, they are spicy, but they're a poor man. Got, it's the best class feature, really. <laughs> All right, so that is Catwell's turn. His two compadres, compatriots here, uh, one of them is going to attempt to help out his uh, Catwell out of this stone prison. So he's actually going to be disengaging the helmeted one that kind of looks vaguely like Murdar, but with a bucket helm, is going to be disengaging from Manu 1469. Manu, you do get an opportunity attack as he goes for Plick Pluck. Well, I guess I'll take it then. Let me get my dice roll yet. Okay. <laughs> I was going to let him go, but I guess I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, does that just involve me punching him twice? Uh, just once. <laughs> but if I have an extra attack... It's a single opportunity attack. Well, Mr. Rule Man over here. <laughs> I got a 14, That's so I'm going to go ahead. Job. <laughs> Isn't that what the minister said at your wedding? Just... And do you, Mr. Rule Man, take <laughs> um, I assume a 14 does not hit. A 14 does not hit this bucket helmed man. Oh, Mr. Rule Man over here. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? All right. He's going for you, Pluck Pluck. He's going to rush up to you with his axe. Okay. Oh, that's a 19 on the dice, my brother. That will do it. Okay. You are dealt 10 slashing damage. 10 slashing As he attempts to take your beak off. It'd be nice if I could edit this. All right. Uh, I got to make a concentration save, do I not? Uh, For 10, I think you automatically succeed. What's your What's your arcana? What's your spell... Your spell... Uh, Spell attack bonus, rather? Uh, plus five. Uh, the attack bonus is... Yeah, I just wrote it down. Plus 11. Yeah, okay. I think you're I think you're fine. Yeah. I've got Warcaster, too, so I'd have an uh, advantage. So. Yeah, and this, from this attack, you will be okay. All right. Okay. Um, the other cohort's going to be going for you, Manu. Why is it always me, though? You literally yeah, said that. Yeah, quick question. Like, Why is it times? always Chris? Okay, don't pile it on now. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Chris, I don't think he beats your AC. Uh, that's a 14 Doubt it. <laughs> No, not even close. <laughs> not even. Pulling out your Shadow the Hedgehog AC. All right. <laughs> uh, it is now your turn, bud. Well, I guess I'll attack the guy that just attacked me. It seems like a logical Why is it always him? him? It's not. I attack everyone equally. It's unfair. <laughs> All right. Uh, first attack's a 16. Uh, 16 does hit this man. Wow, he's a weak boy. All right. Oh, that was a terrible roll. <laughs> I got a... Uh, that's a... Six damage for the first one. Real weak sauce there. <laughs> Real weak sauce there. Um, second attack, that's going to hit... And it's 12 plus something, plus 10. <laughs> 12 plus something. Yeah, that hits. All right, that's a better hit. That's 14 damage. All yeah, right, 14 my... damage. Chris, that's it. Oh, he's dead? How are you doing this thing? Okay, wait. So I have I have a Triangle Man flail, right? Correct. But I can't use that and still punch him like I just did, right? 
Uh, for the flavor of killing him, I will allow you to use that triangle man. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and use it to split his head open with the triangle flare. Okay. And now, and now I have an even longer flail. So... Because now there's a body attached to the flail. So you're sticking this you're sticking this corpse through the corpse. That's correct. Okie dokie. Um, you're not getting that on the adventure zone. <laughs> for, for good reasons. Are they still around? Yes. Uh, yes, they are still around. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I just thought we outlived them. Well, I, I've never heard of them. <laughs> They've never mispronounced my name. <laughs> Here's what this is what wrestlers would do to to promo a fight. They would start a fake feud, and so you would like pick a side and get really hyped up. We're going to start a feud with the McElroys, <laughs> and all of our fans will really be excited, and people will talk about it. And the big twist is the McElroys don't know about it. <laughs> they never showed up. We're here. Where are they? There's just we get fucking crushed by a thousand macaroni fans who thought they were gonna be there. <laughs> I was just going to say they must have been chicken. Didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh oh, Winston. Uh, you hear boss music start to play. Uh, <laughs> essentially, something from Metal Gear Revengeance. Uh, as Grumblestash Headway uh, climbs his way out of the water. Uh, using his innate climb speed, he's basically creating handholds in the stone as he comes out, and he looks back at you. He sees the wall closed behind you. He sees you alone, and he charges you. You're fired! <laughs> um, he is not going to be able to get a hit in as he has to use all of his movement, including an action, to get to you. But he is within five feet of you as his fist comes flying towards you. Flick Just point. where I want him. It's your turn. Uh, so there's a guy, like, in my face, right? Correct. Now, remind me on the movement rules. Is there, like, a five-foot step to disengage? Is that a thing? That is a thing. It does require an action to disengage. It requires an action. Unless yeah, you're a rogue or some sort of feat gives it to you. Um, shoot, we're going to do it. Uh, the slightly less cool way. Uh, I'm going to pull out a dagger, the third dagger mm -hmm. in my box of daggers. Okay. You just have a big and, old and we're gonna, full of knives. Yeah, basically at this point, I'm going to just uh, slash this guy upward diagonal uh, for a booming blade. All right. So I got to make an attack. Uh, it'll be a 37 for... Nine damage. Nine damage. All right. Nine slashing damage. Okay, good to know. Uh, this guy Plus, is not doing well. He is definitely... He's taking more damage. <laughs> oh, he's, he's taking more? Uh, 22 thunder damage. Oh. And if he moves, <laughs> he will be taking more damage. Don't worry about that movement thing. How does this okay, happen? Okay, so he's... Uh, you know when you give somebody in, like, a FPS and they just turn into a bunch of flying body parts? Yeah, this is TF2. This is TF2. He's, he just turns into into jibs. He's got those really low-poly textures for the jibs. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's just uh, pink and red. <laughs> All right. 
Catwell's cohorts have died. Uh, you hear Catwell shout inside of his wooden pri or his stone prison. No, I love those guys. <laughs> what were their names? I don't remember. <laughs> Tell us their names and backstories. <laughs> that one had a wife. She's also a pile of giblets. Okay, um, that is your turn, Plickpluck. Anything else with the rest of your turn? Bonus movement, etc. Yes. I don't want to leave Catwell, but also uh, there's like a blender situation going on. A blender with a situation. Cat wizard. <laughs> I'm going to run towards where uh, Muffins is. Thank you. Oh, actually, no, because we've got the... Oh. No, that guy's dead. Yes, I'll run that way. Sorry. I thought there was one more guy on the staircase, but he died. Okay, how long does Wall of Stone last, just for reference? Well, that's the fun thing about Wall of Stone, you <laughs> see. Uh, up to 10 minutes, and if I concentrate the whole 10 minutes, it's permanent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Well, I'm going to keep track of the damage Catwell's doing. We'll see if he's able to get what? out of it. That's remember cheating. How, how it's double thick, remember? It. Oh, double I know thick. it's double it's thick, like... baby. Ooh, dummy thick. <laughs> I know how many C's to spell that with. I see these rules. Okay, uh, Cranwell, it's your turn. Uh, always happens when you least expect it, doesn't it? It, it shouldn't be unexpected. All right, uh, so I'm going to get... Uh, who can I see? Has anybody moved too far away for me to see? Um, the only person that you know that's an enemy still alive in this room is in the stone box. Mm, maybe I'll give uh, maybe I'll give uh, Murdar a healing word then. What's the word? Word up. <laughs> uh, so that's gonna I'll be take it. Eight points of healing. Eight points of healing. All right, good for you. Very exciting. Right. I'm not against wow, those. eight. All right. And is I don't that feel your comfortable turn, with him healing use... me. Well, that was a healing word you said? Uh, yeah, as a healing word. Okay, are you going to use your action and your movement for anything? Uh, I'm going to save my action uh, in case uh, something shocking happens. Uh, I will save my action uh, to do a return action for if somebody uh, gets me. That's legal, right? A return action? The reactions are free. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I, no, I must no. be thinking what's, of something I'm else. I'm sorry. What's That's... a return action if someone gets you? Uh, you can hold an action, though, right? You can uh, say, I'm going to prep this thing that takes an action until somebody gets within five feet or something. Is yeah. That still a thing in 5th edition? That's what I was Held thinking, actions. but I could be misremembering. No, that's it's fine. Like an improved reaction, essentially. That's fine, Once Clark. Let's do things that are actions. Clark, that's fine. That's my turn. Okay, sounds good. All right, uh, muffins. Uh, you feel, you you see, you see, uh, Grumble Stash running towards you. He has been damaged by the firestorm and your electrical bursts, but uh, it's you can see this the skull and exclamation points hanging above his head as his fist is coming flying towards you. Uh, what do you do? So I, I can take by your judgment that he's not bloodied. He is not yet bloodied. He is damaged and okay. likely would be bloodied soon with more damage. Okay. Well, and he's 
he's currently flying through the air to punch me? Yes, he's, that the situation? he's running across the wall. He used his action, bonus action, uh, and, and movement to run towards you. He is there now. Okay. Well, I'm going to just full-on anime meet his punch with my punch. Just, <laughs> just colliding. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm not. I'm a little wizard. That'd be fucking stupid. Muscle wizard. <laughs> when you guys finally get through that double thick wall, you're like, "Where's muffins? Why is all this blood splatter all over the walls?" Oh boy, I, I kind of got two ideas going, each more stupid than the last. Uh, he's pretty dexterous, isn't he? Yes, he is dexterous, strong, and resilient. I was going to say, what does he suck at? Uh, he's got a fairly low wisdom score. Oh, well, well, he overcame my dance pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> he got an 18 on the dice. Yeah, he'll do that. I uh, wasn't... Uh, sorry, I, I had two ideas, but they were both... But they were both dexterity related. <laughs> I swear I was prepared. Another dexterity. All my fucking spells are dexterity. Hey, gabagoo. I was originally going to cast this on him, but instead I cast it upon myself. I cast Resilient Sphere. Yes, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, a, a sheer of shimmering force encloses me, uh, and I'm willing, so I don't have to roll anything. Nothing, not physical objects, energy, or other spells can pass through it. I can still breathe, shockingly. It is immune to all damage, and it can't be damaged by anything originating from the outside. Yes. Or inside. His his fist comes flying towards you, Muffins. And right about when it's going to hit, a, a big old hamster ball appears around you. Is it flavored any specific way? Does it look like something? Yeah, I instantly jump. Is it so it's opaque, so I can't see through no, it? No, you can see through uh, it. Oh, great. We'll make it a little uh, bell. I got a bell on the end of the hat because I'm a little cat. Nice. So That's great flavor. His fist lands directly into this bell and you hear it tinkle uh, as your the, the force of his punch rebounds you backwards 10 feet and you slam against the stone wall behind you. Oh, just 10. So that is your turn, Muffins, and that's a great way to save yourself. This could have gotten dicey for you quick. Um, okay. Uh, it is going to be Catwell's turn. I will take his turn really quickly. I don't like that it's like three on one out there against the joke boss. <laughs> you mentioned the same thing when we recorded the initial episode. You're like, uh, I wish you guys are here right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, they're fighting like what you think is the final boss, but they really have 10 HP and you just style on them. And you're like, oh, I get it. It's a fun they're the tinkler of the game. And, uh, well, and then you got me in the background fighting the Shadow Queen or whatever. I, I definitely designed Catwell to be dangerous, but this situation is just so anti-rogue. <laughs> it's amazing. Because <laughs> he can't sneak attack a stone wall. It's stone. Um... Okay, uh, Manny1469, it's your turn. Oh, I get a turn? Yeah, bud. Hell yeah. Go get it. All right, who's left alive? Um, Me. Uh, that's going to be uh, Catwell in the box, uh, and probably Grumble Stash. You know the vague direction he went. 
Alright, I gotta murder Catwell. Now, if I attack Catwell, does it somehow break any spells or anything, or is he stuck in this box? Uh, he's in a solid box of stone. Okay. <laughs> but so there are... Winston's out there fighting the Shadow Queen, right? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, is he within my reach to go help him? Uh, you will have to run towards him. You'll basically be taking your turn to move. That's fine. I'll, I'll move, but I definitely want to be dragging with my corpse, double corpse baton. I'm just counting that as an object right now, so yes, okay. that's fine. All right, as long as we're clear on that. <laughs> it has to come with me. No, oh, you forgot it in the corner thing. You're very possessive of your weird... <laughs> I, it's my thing I, I always gotta have a weird something or another you, you, I'm going to substitute good role play with serial killer <laughs> stuff for fun <laughs> I'm just yeah, gonna carry this around his hand I'm just gonna eat this elf arm for fun <laughs> that was to my character <laughs> alright man so you moved you are at the edge of the water. Uh, it has not been that long. You got about an inch of water on your uh, hooves once again. And the stone wall in front of you is blocking your path into the escape tunnel. So this will take some doing. You'll have to think about a way around that. Um, We're going to move back to Grumblestash. Uh, Grumblestash says, Coward! No, I'm a cat word. <laughs> this is the dumbest so he's he's he, he's smart enough to know the magic since he's an art uh sort of a sorcerer guy himself uh so Closer he's not going to continue beating on an invulnerable bubble he is going to spend his movement to run back down the escape tunnel chicken fuck you uh put put all right at least we get to murder catwell am i right <laughs> This whole trip wasn't wasted. <laughs> See, Plick Pluck wouldn't know that he's fleeing right now. So, like, I, I've got to keep running down there. Um, there's, like, an impassable stone wall there, though, is there not? Uh, yes, there is an impassable stone wall in the way. Um, Something you, you can see in the way! I thought Bobby was going to jump war. in and he didn't do and it. I'm just so. a soldier. A soldier of vengeance. I just need a podcast my vengeance. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes, there is a wall. Um, there is a wall uh, that is currently blocking up the river and flooding this room, this atrium. Um, it, the the water's not that high yet. Uh, you foresee it getting higher um, probably by a foot by the next go around, but right now it's only an inch tall. It did get relieved some when the wall came to life and its mouth opened. But that's no longer a case. I am going now. Okay. Radar, how badly do you want to kill Catwell? Dude, like, it's the only thing I want. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm going to cast teleport targeting me and Cramwell. I do want to make clear, I don't really care who kills Cranwell. I just want to make sure I get to see it happen. (laughs) Yeah, but I kind of need, like, bodies to go get this guy with the mega hit points. 
I mean, so who's staying behind? I guess is the question. Well, all right, just tell me in detail about how you murdered him, then. <laughs> Murdar wants to watch this cat die. Murdar can stay. Me and Cream yeah. are going to get teleported. Um, He's fourteen sixty nine. Just to be clear, as long as he brought his right character sheet. <laughs> yeah, sorry, whatever. <laughs> so whatever. They're basically the same guy who gives um, a shit. Clark, do you have the uh, familiarity table for teleport? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah that that was his vows to his wife. <laughs> So as long as you have a permanent circle, dear, you are on target 100% of the time. If you own an associated <laughs> object, you're also on target 100% of the time. Do I have an associated object? Uh, with with this guy? No, with muffins, maybe. Do you have anything of muffins's? Well, hang on, because don't I have a... We made out right before this fight, so we might have some <laughs> saliva. Saliva. <laughs> Truce Breaker Medallion didn't come from him. Uh, Didn't they have like a scroll case or something? But that wasn't related to him. Uh, I don't have anything of muffins either, so we're going without an associated object. All right, you are... A scene casually? We'll say very familiar because it's been been about 18 seconds. Well, let's say it's been about 30 (laughs) seconds before you've seen down this tunnel. So we'll give right. we'll give you very familiar, and we'll see what happens. All right, come on, infinite planes of the abyss, let's go! <laughs> Wee! <laughs> Tony and Bobby get sent to hell. That would be awesome! What a crazy spinoff! <laughs> this journey's <laughs> bogus. Like, that's, that's the wrap up. <laughs> we know the Civil War has taken like two years, but sorry, we gotta divert. Oh, I got it. It's the Yu-Gi-Oh! Battle City, where it's a full season leading up to Yu-Gi and Merrick. Finally, we're to the Battle City Finals. The season ends. Season 3, the blimp they're all on lands in that weird holographic zone, and the season goes off the rail, and at no point do they mention Yu-Gi and Merrick. <laughs> season ends, we finally get Yu-Gi and Merrick. You want me to roll, or you want to roll? Oh, you roll. You roll. <laughs> I rolled an 81. All right, you are on target. Very difficult. So I'm going to snap not to muffins, but to where um, Grumble Stash is. Okay. Well, you don't know exactly where Grumble Stash is uh, at this moment. Oh, that's true. I wouldn't even know. We'll just uh, a decent way into the tunnels. Okay. All right. So, uh, Flick Pluck and Cranwell uh, suddenly disappear into with into a cloud of black feathers and reappear uh, in a, uh, a a circular chamber at the end Are of they in the, the ball with me? What? Are they inside the Are ball? Are they in the ball with me? Oh! <laughs> 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 oh, it's cramped. They reappear in a circular chamber that appears to be at the end of this tunnel. Uh, as far as uh, you could see the tunnel. Uh, you're standing on solid ground. There is a center atrium. And around you, you could see four almost identical tunnels. Uh, you could clearly see Grumble Stash Headway running in your direction at the end. 
as the water cascades downwards into virtually nowhere. You can't see the bottom, but you guys are standing on a center circular platform in the room. So it's like a like a junction or something with edges that go off into an endless pit. Yes. Uh, okay. More like a pit that goes down. The, the water is going into nowhere from here. It is also slowly receding because the wall is blocking off its flow from that direction. The other waters are flowing fairly uh, quickly from the other three tunnels. And you're here, boy. Bonus action, movement. Uh, don't think I got one of those unless I wanted to... S- well, I don't even... You can't even do an offhand attack if you haven't attacked already, so... Correct. Items, items, though. Items, though. Uh, you can't activate an item as a bonus action, right? Uh, that is correct, unless you're a rogue with activate items. Or swift swift hands, I think is what it's called. What? Yeah, I think it's an ability <laughs> called swift hands. Whoa. Oh, hey. I thought I came up with that name. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing. I can't do anything else. Okay. This is going to be... This is going to be awesome because it's Tony. I don't know what item Tony has. Let's say it's going to be like some amulet of annihilation or something, but he wasn't able to activate it and he's holding it up. And then it's going to be Bobby's turn. He's like, I throw a book at him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Muffins. It's your turn. You are safe and warm in your safe space. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> fucking millennials. <laughs> millennials with their... Oh, hang on a second. Um, is it a free action to drop an item? Sure. I'm going to drop my sack of ball bearings. <laughs> Just on the ground? On this platform yeah, we'll overlooking an endless coming. Yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. Whatever stays, stays. Okay. <laughs> All right. Marbles start falling everywhere. Cramble gets nervous. Flick for the muffins. It's your turn. <laughs> oh no no no! I'm sorry. I skipped over the Bobby. Bobby's <laughs> You fool! <laughs> Time to throw a ball. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what these ball bearings are here for. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Ooh, I can mystery. see Grumble Stash from where I'm standing? That's correct. From where you're standing, the grass is green. I'm going to cross my arms. Look at his face and say, you shouldn't take things that don't belong to you. Then I'm going to cast harm. (laughs) Cast harm. (laughs) Cast harm. Okay. All right. That's a con save. Uh, Oh, my God. Are you reading your spells finally? What happened? Well, I was hoping I would just say the word harm and you would read the spell. As long as you're keeping... Are you keeping track of your spell slots? Yeah. Okay, because I know you have used some very high-level ones up to this point. Heal yeah. and Firestorm. So I'm almost out of gas. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have plenty of low-level <laughs> ones, but yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, make a con save. Okay, he rolled a, a total of 15. What's your save? <laughs> you fool. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look up my character sheet real quick. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking at the 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 my full constitution number, right? Uh, no, it, it's the it's the plus. 
Ew. Uh, plus no, no, no. two. No, 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 no. What is your spell save DC? It's going to be your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom. Okay, I'm, so... I believe you're casting this as a cleric, not a bard, right? Yeah, I'm casting it as a cleric. Okay, yeah, your wisdom. Uh, that's 15. I think he beats me then. Uh, yes, that is correct. However, I believe it still deals half damage. Let me check. Yeah. Yes, he still deals half damage. That's 14d6 necrotic damage. Uh, that's going to be 30 damage. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of damage. Grumble Stash is bloodied. Um, yes! And diseased, that stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that herpes. 14d6 uh, as as Cromwell casts the harm spell. What does, what does this harm spell look like? Don't say cheeseburgers. It's a virulent disease. Well, no, like give me give me a flavor. <laughs> Is it like you know a cephalus? Is it, you know, chickenpox? Out of my uh, out of my fingers, green and wiggly rays. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect sine waves. <laughs> Hit him as his flesh turns to pustules. Oh no, the train! <laughs> All your spirit weapons take the form of a train. <laughs> so yeah, that's what he gets. Pustules. Alright, he's covered in pustules. Uh that is gonna be your turn. Muffins. I will begin my pursuit of Grumble Stash. I will get down on all fours into a full cat run in the ball. Okay, uh, you start rushing towards him. It's going to take... You're just going to move all your movement, um, which is your okay. movement plus your uh, action. I don't think you get a bonus action dash. So you're just 60 yeah, feet. Yeah, that doesn't sound like me. 60 feet of movement as you, you move with the river. It gives you a little bit of additional movement. You're not at the end yet. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's going to be uh, Catwell's turn again. He's going to attempt to break out of the stone wall again. How to go. All right. He attacks the stone wall again. Still really fucking stuck. Manu, 1469. Can't sneak up on a fucking wall, you idiot. <laughs> uh, okay. So now I can help Winston, right? Uh, you were not teleported. <laughs> well, I thought I ran over you there last time. So yeah, you are you are at the edge of a stone wall. Uh, you could try and bust your ass through if you want. Oh, fuck! Easily, easily, easily could have teleported. I, I don't know who can teleport <laughs> me or not. So I, I, I didn't know that's what you meant. All hey, right, Chris. Uh, Chris. Chris. Yeah. You suddenly appear next to Plick Plick. Oh, bullshit. Well, like, he didn't understand what was being asked, so... DM's pet. <laughs> no, that's fine, that's fine. Just, uh, takesy yeah. Well, this is fine. He, he didn't understand the request. Uh, so, yeah, you are you are in the room. Uh, it is... Did you get my room description? Do you know what's going on? Uh, you know, it's me... 
<laughs> it's oh. me. It's like shrugging. A... Uh, okay, so you are in a uh, center uh, chamber where four other uh, sort of tunnels of water are going down into. Uh, think of like one of those iconic sewer scenes from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, where they fight the lizard. This is a sort of uh, intersection where a bunch of tunnels uh, are in the middle of and uh, there is uh, a sort of center platform, a circular center platform that's about uh, 50 feet across in diameter. That is where you, Plick, Pluck, and Crammel appeared. Uh, he is running towards you from the uh, the northern section. You can see uh, Muffins rushing behind him in his little hamster ball. Okay, can I just have Flick like teleport me then? No, he, he he teleport is a spell he's already cast. So in order to get over to him, you can either delay your action until he arrives, or you can try leaping over to his side. But be warned, you do not see the bottom of the pit down below you, and there's about 15 feet of distance between you and him. I'm going to wait and have him do it for me. Okay, sounds good. Uh, your wish quickly becomes true uh, as an angry, bloody grumble stash covered in pustules. Pustule boy. He's going to <laughs> leap, uh, or rather, a stone outcropping is going to. Outcropping! Yeah. There it is again. That's the word of the day. <laughs> he said it! Appears <laughs> uh, below him and pushes him forward. Uh, across the chasm, and a fist is coming right at Cramwell. Uh, Cramwell, bend over. <laughs> Does the fist have pustules yes. on it? <laughs> um, you get your chance. He is within range. What do you do? Wait, who's within range? Uh, Rumble stash. Rumble stash. Oh, well, I'm going to tackle him. He's not getting away from me this time. Okay. <laughs> I feel like attacks don't do the job. I need to grapple him in my hoof hands. <laughs> what do I roll for that? Athletics or something? Strength? Uh, it's going to be, um, if this is a grapple check, it's going to be an athletics versus his acrobatics or athletics. There's no way he's acrobatic. He's a dwarf. He's a gnome. Uh, I, I got an 18 plus 8. You just so watched 26. his ass leap a chasm with stone powers. Doesn't matter. I just rolled a 26, <laughs> baby. Power. All right. A 26? All right, you got him. <laughs> yeah. right, uh, I believe I can use a key point to do more things, right? Uh, key well, point. It really depends on what you're talking about, but yes. <laughs> That's the power of the key point. Uh, <laughs> I, I will just... destroyed one light and one darkness <laughs> to make the key point. <laughs> uh, okay, I can make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action, so I'm going to punch him in the face twice. As I tackle him. All right, sounds good. Uh, first one is a 22. All right, 22. Is that it? Yep. All right. Uh, nine damage. And the second one hits two. Okay. And that's more, nine more damage. Nine more damage. Okay. And I'm yelling, you'll never get away from me this time. I have no history with you, but for some reason, <laughs> I really want to murder you. <laughs> Almost as much as that cat guy over there. <laughs> Um, he's currently attacking your city and fomenting a civil war. 
I mean, yes, I have reasons. <laughs> He's what? <laughs> All right, it's Grumble Stasher's turn. Uh, he is being grappled, but instead of fighting the grapple, he's going to attempt to uh, break your ribs, Manu. Why? I don't know. Uh, Clark, writing requires motivation. What is his motivation to crack those he's ribs? He's currently being grappled. <laughs> yeah, but like, is there any history? <laughs> yeah, does he have a backstory involving ribs? Yeah, does he have like a history of being grappled? Like, there's like. <laughs> he's terribly depressed yeah, he because was... the McRib is never coming back. <laughs> no. So he was on the wrestling team in high school, and the day he lost the big cup for his team he went home and got the rib witch and then his parents got a divorce as he started eating it it's that easy guys all right one stony fist connects directly into your rib cage manu uh, and it deals a very solid 12 damage and he's going up for a follow-up i didn't even get to roll you he's making attacks against you my guy i are you don't even know what my armor is what if it's more it's your ac higher than 27 yes you lied but you feel pretty stupid <laughs> now uh the second attack deals an additional 13 damage Two absolutely this. crushing blows versus you should have waited. Right, I'm at 69. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, flurry of blows to me or yes, at your rib cage. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the first hit attack does not, I assume, hit with a 14. Uh, no. Okay, on the second attack, if so many attacks does hit. Uh, that's gonna be a dirty 30. Oh. 30 damage? What the no, fuck? No, not 30 damage, a 30 to hit. Oh, I was like, how much attacks does this guy get? Uh, he, he, he used what was called a keyblade. I mean, a key point. Keyblade key point. Yes, uh, and he deals an additional 10 damage with a bludgeon towards your ribcage to attempt to make you, uh, lose hold of him. However, that is his entire turn wasted beating the snot out of you instead of beating the snot out of Cramble like you wanted so well now Cramble needs to heal my ass that is possibly true Cramble it is not your turn it's Flick Flux's turn sounds good <laughs> how many hit points do you have there Manu I have how many hit points or key points hit points oh, 69 would you like to be a sacrificial lamb today? not at all <laughs> Not today. All right, that changes. I don't things. know where. Well, it, I, I gotta like, murder me off. or like what? I gotta I move off the bomb, the bomb corpse spell. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got uh you know area of effect spells that may or may not encompass. How about you, you just let me walk away on my turn radius. and then you hit him? Your turn comes before his. That's right? correct. Yeah. I'd have to bring in action. It wouldn't be as good. Uh huh. Yeah, so I really will... not liking the way you're phrasing that. <laughs> no, we could. No, well, let no, me check we this. Could, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, quicken uh, spell for blindness, deafness, and I will try to blind him. Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Fails. All right. He's blinded. He is blind. For a minute, at the end uh, of each of his turns, he gets another constitution saving throw. And then Plick Pluck will kind of uh, start conjuring up some fire magics okay. and hold an action for when Manu gets the hell out of the okay, way. Okay, sounds good. All right. Uh, Cramwell, it is your turn. Uh, 
Huh, I have all kinds of options. I got all the power in the world. <laughs> <laughs> throw book, throw book, no throw book. book. Plenty of bearings. Uh, hmm. Well, I can't do a heal anymore. So what kind of healing can I do on our horseman? Do you have, like, a very basic... I mean, you still have level one yeah, spell slots, right? Well, you have a healing ward then. Um, if you have cure wounds prepared, I think that's a level one or two spell slot. So you can use that, or you can upcast it so it heals more. Or you could let him go down and oh, just heal him for one hit point. Right or, or follow me here, you could toss him off the ledge into the endless But abyss. then we're just going to get a third Mardar. <laughs> There's no bigger threat. Is that how that works? Third R. Murdar on chain. Okay, I'm gonna give him uh uh cure wounds at an extra level. Uh let's hope I roll two eights. Uh no, no, okay. that's gonna be uh 12, 12 health healing points. Okay. You give him 12 yes. healing points. And then I'm going to spit at uh, Grumble Stash. Okay, Just that's provoke a free him a action. little. Cool. Uh, all right. Muffins, I got good news and bad news for you. Oh, uh, hit me with the bad news. This is that man who's dead. No. I can take it. <laughs> no. The bad news. So I'm going to start with the good news because it's easy. Good news is it's your turn. Bad news is you're oh, currently... Cool in a bubble with very little motor control and you're heading towards a bottomless pit. Uh, crazy how that happens. Yeah, man's gotta eat. Yeah, man does gotta eat. I have my spell. And I... It is not a spell. It is, in fact, something I forgot I had in my inventory. I'm wearing a vampire's Hawaiian That's shirt. That's right! <laughs> yes, I am. And it allows me to turn into gas. So I will dispel my my sphere and turn into gas. All right. You take your gaseous form, which does allow you to float harmlessly. <laughs> cool. Hey, you sent me a message that said, get back to DMing. You were the one delayed, oh, motherfucker. No. <laughs> Read your spell. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the spell. It was in the inventory. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, use your action to turn into gaseous form. You are safe. The bubble is dissipated. But you are made of gas, which is pretty much the same thing. Um, Catwell, gonna attack a wall. 15 AC per inch, 38 well, points. Clark, am I allowed to move in my gas yes, this morning? Yes, you can move. Yeah, yeah, would I be able to move towards uh, Grumble yeah, Stash? easily. Okay, uh, you do that. You're floating over the platform now. Safe, not about to die or fall down a bottomless pit. That's always nice. Okay, uh, it's gonna be... Uh, it's gonna be the uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Man of fourteen sixty nine star. All right, I still got Grumble Stash, right? Yep. Well, now I've got floor. Do I still have my giant thing? My corpse. Yeah, baton? your weird fucking corpse pole. Sure. Um. <laughs> all right. So here's what I got. I'm gonna take the corpse pole and I'm gonna use it. How do I want to do this with this guy? I am going to try to smother him with it. Oh. Is there oh. a role for that? Nice move. Um, I, I guess just an unarmed strike. Well, I'm good at unarmed strikes. There so that you works go. out. Here we go. Uh, that's 20, not net. 20, not net does hit. All right. Uh, that's a seven damage. Seven damage. 
And uh, so now I've pressed this corpse up to him, and now I'm going to punch the corpse, which then causes him pain. Okay. So this is... All right. Remember that Hilda action. Okay. So what action? So, yes. Uh, are you going so to roll the back? 20, so, so I really want to use it. Can, can, are you going to be... Are you gonna be letting go of this man so Flick Flick can use it? No, his... I'm not letting go. All right, you're gonna you're gonna take it. All right, all right. But wait, <laughs> so the, how does the help action work? It's coming either way. Uh, he's holding a fireball or some sort of flamethrower or something. You can either move out of the way or take the fire damage. I oh Jesus! Yeah, I'll move out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I use my key points and move. I'm moving. I forgot about that. <laughs> you don't that. need your key points. You have your movement, but you do drop from okay, the stash in the process. All right, I, I hit him and now I run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right you hit him you run what all right held action activates as he gets out of the way oh all those attacks had advantage by the way because he's blind uh cool uh just uh, keep going just keep going uh fucking make a deck safe that's a natural one no amount of evasion hey, can help good. you there uh 40 fire damage from a fifth level God. fireball Okay. I swear Tony leveled up like three times more than the rest of us. <laughs> Tony reads his spells. I read my spells. <laughs> I, I did the lightning into the water thing. And that if this was Pokemon, <laughs> that would have done double damage. Winston, you are grounded, mister. <laughs> I read the Pokemon trainer's handbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you were reading your D&D spells, I studied the Pokeball. <laughs> um... Okay, so here's what happens, and unfortunately, Tony, you don't get to animate this, because I, uh, <laughs> you slam a fireball into him, the resulting explosion throws him backwards against the wall above the pit, and he falls, uh, his body careens downwards, you all think- Grab the corpse, otherwise he'll come back in the sequel- <laughs> You guys all think you're safe from him for the time being. You take a breath of relief, and then two stony hands grab a hold of the platform, shaking it violently. <laughs> Megalovania starts, <laughs> starts playing as a I should have. I should have suspected the kazoo would come back. <laughs> Fuck! I'm trying to describe the description. Uh, the two hands grab the side of the platform and it shakes violently, uh, hung from the ceiling as it is with chains. Uh, and a four-armed floating creature appears, at your vision, bearing the visage of Grumblestash Headway. It's Bottom legs are a sandstorm. Its torso is made out of solid granite, and he's wielding a deadly-looking hammer. Uh, as Grumblestash Headway uh, gives a deep grin and says, "Well, I guess I have to flex my muscles. This is my final form." <laughs> and uh, uh, I guess we'll see you guys in three to six months when the conclusion of this fight happens. <laughs> Oh no, the hierarchy of power in the Legion of Renov has changed. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Who's got sand or pants? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Legion of Renov. We are appreciative of your continued support of the show. 
even if we don't seem like it we are constantly posting stuff to our patreon so feel free to check us out there we're currently doing the venture bros bros and i think chris has something to promote chris yes uh go watch uh ultimatum uh we did a really good job on that one i liked it winston wouldn't you agree what is ultimatum (laughs) jesus christ I kind of want to watch oh Ultimatum right now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is Ultimatum? You told him to watch it. It's a comic book. It's it's a show called Ultimatum: Marry or Move On. You said to watch it, and and it's a comic book that we did an audio podcast on. <laughs> Chris, do you want to watch this show with me for this or Patreon? I would watch that. Watch Wait, the Ultimatum: Marry or Move On. That one's pretty twisted it's it's uh it's four couples to be or eight couples to be or something like that and they're supposed to switch partners for three months it's pretty messed up chris is in it actually (laughs) sexy that's why he's so Uh, proud of it (laughs) guess which one is chris uh, but yeah, patreon.com slash Renov. We have a show basically every week. Me and Clark are covering the Venture Bros and our new show, the Venture Bros Bros, about one of the greatest cartoons of all time. Meanwhile, Chris and I are covering the worst comics of all time, the Ultimates and Ultimate or and the Ultimatum. Thank you, Chris, <laughs> is a comic book series well, often considered one of the worst. And me and Chris are discussing it ooh, as well uh, as the hit Marvel TV show, The Inhumans. And speaking of our Patreon, I want to give a big shout out to Tim who edited their pledge, doubling it. Thank you so much, Tim. That was so generous of you. I truly appreciate it. Chris, why don't you tell me about this game show we just did? Well, see, I said ultimatum because Winston wanted me to talk about that. So I just picked something else to upset him. I picked a random word of the ether. <laughs> is that is that not what I do? Okay, yeah, the game show, right. Winston talks about some stuff, and we say funny things about it. Oh, my God. Uh, it's great. Uh, Why don't you want us to succeed? I don't. I'm sorry that I'm a man of the people, and I <laughs> I just respect you well, all so much, uh, Winston. Well, why don't you tell them what they could be getting for free? You haven't even described what the fuck you're offering them. <laughs> Can we put like some really like snappy like salesman music behind this sales pitch? <laughs> behind this slow, slow talking man kind of mumbling and saying words and be like, I'm a man of people. We do we we do a show. Do Don't a show. you bring Chris on the Ultimatum podcast because you love his vamping? I feel like I'm in the right here on this one, you know. <laughs> Talk about the goddamn thing they could be getting for free. Which thing? The game show thing. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's free. If you uh, if you follow us on Patreon, you'll get a link. That link will take you to another link. Eventually, <laughs> if you pay us money, you can listen to something else. I remember. I just have these 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 horrid dreams of the one time I asked Chris to record an intro to season one by himself. And it was the most rambling, unintelligible piece of shit piece of audio that has ever been recorded. 
<laughs> what did he talk about? Go to legionofreedom.com and go to at gmail.com. Why? Oh. Why do you guys keep asking me? You know I can't do it. You are perfectly capable. You just can't care. That's the problem. It's been it's like 10 cool years. I'm so Yeah, I don't. I'd love to be part of your almost decade running podcast, but hell if I'm going to put even a modicum of effort into it. <laughs> well, yeah. You want you me to fucking me. try like a dork? <laughs> Hey, so speaking of Patreon shows, the Bobby Brothers did something. No, we didn't. Yeah, you did. No, we didn't. Heard you did. It's never going to see the light of day. It's full of sin and inequity. It it, it deserves no time, no focus. This is a terrible it, it will It will never exist. But if, uh, I don't know, we get a petition with about 5,000 signatures, then I will look at that petition. You're never going to hear this podcast. Fuck you. I think it was about Fortnite. Yeah, it was a Fortnite Batman comic. I don't yeah, know what you're talking Batman about. It never Batman. happened. How badly? You're not going to edit it. I'm not going to edit it. They don't need to know any more information. Just release the raw cut. Hey, I found the fan fiction. It's from July. Good God, hey, boy. I want to big, big, give our... Uh, it's midnight 15 right now. We, where you got to be, pretty boy. <laughs> this is a real rambling one. Yes. Oh, I wonder whose fault that is. I'm generally concerned whose fault is it. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like that one picture of Garfield where it's the sign that says no Garfield. He's like, I wonder who that's for. I wonder who that's for. Uh, okay. Uh, God, JT, you deserve so much better. I'm so sorry. Uh, you sent us both an interview and fan fiction, and we are doing God awful. Uh, uh, anyway, Matt, big shout out to Matt. You, he sewed Flemmy from our April Fool's episode, Flemmy and the Goo Patrol, and it proudly sits on my shelf and it looks gorgeous. Matt, oh my God, you're Thanks, amazing. Matt. Okay, hey, Matt. I'm going to read this fan fiction. Thanks, Matt. It's called The Meeting of the Four Morons. Deep in the forested region of Renob, four figures dashed through the trees. They were separate, unaware of each other's presence, and moving with the speed and swiftness of four highly trained ninjas, high as balls on cocaine. Four great warriors from four different, yet oddly similar, walks of life, and those worlds were about to collide. Wham! It was a sound often heard in Hannah McBarbera cartoons. I think that was for Chris. The four figures met in a clearing coming from four different directions. They slammed into each other as if following train tracks that led them forward, as if that was all they had done for their entire lives. The four figures dropped backwards in puffs of dust. Immediately, curses were thrown left and right. The first among them sat up and somehow formed a coherent thought. What were you going? The golden-scaled dragonborn shouted. I'm trying to get away from some commoners here. Uh, Well, I say, watch where you're going. A second golden dragonborn dressed in traditional wizard robes shouted back. I'm trying to get somewhere important, you idiots. An angelic emo-looking prick shouted. The fourth figure (laughs) shouted, 
but his Tarrasque-shaped helmet was on backwards, making it impossible to understand his speech. The four beings stood and faced each other. The Tarrasque-helmeted one shifted his helmet. Who the hell are you freaks? He yelled. His voice was oddly muffled, as if he was cupping his hands in front of his mouth. (laughs) I'm on the run, the taller of the dragon people said. I made some mistakes, and I don't want to lose any more fingers. Don't you have wings? The second dragon person asked. Can't you fly? I could, but then they shoot me with arrows, and everyone knows flying types are weak to arrow type. (laughs) The angelic man piped up. My wings have never gotten me into trouble. I just have to wait 24 hours in between uses. Yes, and what is that thing floating above your head? The Tarrasque man asked, pointing at the angel's head. This is Halo, dumbass. I died when I was betrayed by a balding man. Did you do something wrong to warrant such a betrayal? (laughs) Of course not. I just tried to drop him in the middle of a ravine so he would speed up. That's our Easter special. Seems perfectly logical to me, and now you're trying to get revenge on him? Of course not. He's way too tough. Instead, I'm only trying to find the village of halflings who sent me up to fail with their small ladders and useless NPCs so I can get my revenge on all of them. Careful with the whole revenge thing, the taller dragon man said. I was just going to get my revenge on some guy named Zhao. I think you should be more sensitive. After my last adventure, I got all the evilness sucked out of me by a blonde douchebag, so I don't get to be as mean anymore. Sounds lame. It is. I got him. Oh, boy. I mean, um, this is all accurate. I don't, I, someone's been paying attention to how this is going. Seriously. Like, Chris, this is probably your biggest fan. This is fan. your biggest uh, fan in the whole world, possibly ever. It, it, sounds, it was me until we started this outro. You know, much like much like Marvel, I feel like we should just, you know, just go with what our fans want, you know? Sell out? Sell out, yeah. yeah. I think we should sell out. I've been trying to sell out, you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you won't allow it. I can't it. wait for Shidar. <laughs> she face. Uh, I'll get back to Tony. Why don't you re- read us an interview question? Uh, yeah, GT is also nice enough to send us a semi-intoxicated list of questions to answer based on the exchange between Velma Chat and Velma Chat's creator, uh, and Velma herself. I'm really liking where this is what going. What prompted you to start a podcast? I brought a microphone to hang out with my friends one time when we started playing D&D. It was our first time playing D&D together. And I recorded it. They never improved. <laughs> they did not get better. It's been almost a they decade. Did not improve. I saw Taco Claw's post on our Discord how he was re-listening to episode three, and I saw the date is May 2016. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Dark Knight Rises out then? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yes. We've been through two Batman since then, though. Yeah, seriously. Um, Yeah, no, there really wasn't some grand design about it. It wasn't like a a big push to get famous or anything. We did try, like... (laughs) I mean, why get famous when you can get money, baby? Come on. Hey, I'm I'm willing to get both. We we did try to become a little more relevant at the get-go. We were, like, getting spots on other shows and being more active but eventually we just ran out of time with our busy lives to do that so 
if, if we fucking had our too. shit together, we could have written that Adventure Zone ad to, like, we're not quitting our jobs, but this would be a steady source of income. But Jesus, we did not have our shit together. No, 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 no. <laughs> and all of us were going through different shit. And, like, can you imagine trying to maintain that throughout this entire time with, you know, so many different job switches and, you know, shifts? It was post-college era. It's like, you know, people move. Yeah. It, it's not that it's not as possible. I would like to say that we probably could do better about getting together, but I don't think it'd be possible to undo the all the shit that happens because everyone has more responsibility to themselves than to this podcast. Not me. Is this for like the people? Because I feel like this is really depressing for them. <laughs> well, here's a fun question. Number two. What prompted branching out to Scooby-Doo episodes? I have a question that's around this. Did we discover Velma Chat yes. before or after doing Scooby-Doo stuff? After. We discovered Way it after. live on the Jaguar episode. That's right, yeah. that's right. Which yeah. was like the third or fourth one. Yeah. Uh, the So the opening in like episode one or two, I tried to split up from, or get Dragon Face to split up from the group, and Chris in character says we can't split up so, I don't know. What, what is it? You can't split up. That's what they don't do on Scooby-Doo? Is that how we Haven't originally you ever watched Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo? You never split up. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Okay, but, and, you know, it breaks the canon, so we established the only TV show in this fantasy world is Scooby-Doo. Then, for, that's I think, right. our first April Fools, we pretended to have a Scooby-Doo episode, and I enjoyed it probably way more than D&D, <laughs> so I kept pushing for them. Good uh, out of all the shitty... Out of uh, his third question, out of all the shitty cartoons out there, why Scooby Doo? Uh, it's because Chris made that joke, and everyone seems to love it. But then when you watch it, you're like, "Oh God, this is awful." <laughs> we had a lot of jokes about uh, Fred th- in the early days before we really got to know the characters. <laughs> yeah, Fred Town. I think the Fred uh, Town Clark. jokes are still funny. <laughs> They'll never not be funny. Uh, Clark, why don't you say uh, what's question four? Because it's very you. At some point, Clark says, you guys are such assholes in regards to who knows what anymore. At which point did Clark realize that the show was going to go off the rails? Or was that expected at the, from the get-go? I feel like it is my fault <laughs> that it, it got usually off the rails. Is. <laughs> and and you, it is easy enough to blame Chris because of everything <laughs> that too. he does. But in the reality of it is, um, if I roll with the punches, if I'd rolled more with the punches during season two, I actually felt like it would have been way more organic uh, and a whole lot of, you know, it would, season two was definitely a lower point for me. Season one had some bad, not for not quality podcast moments. But season two was less organic because I was doing a bit more railroading because I wanted to make a cohesive story. But you got to know your players and my players. One of them is Chris. Uh, So, you know, you have to have that sort of relationship where you know that they're going to go off the rails and then adapt to that. And I feel like I did not do a good job of that during season two. I did not go into this to making this podcast thinking I was going to go off the rails. After season one, I should have expected that. 
So it's Clark's fault in summary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick everything that he just said. I'll yeah. roll. Uh, f- number five, what are your proudest moments in regards to the podcast, such as jokes you nailed, difficult edits made, or any successes that still stand out? Uh, and they not at <laughs> what, what, what was that? Not applicable. Uh, not not applicable. You don't, you don't <laughs> have any. You don't have any proud moments, Tony. Not even during Tony's stash. No, Tony's stash is pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Tony, Patreon, patron, and uh, you know, put up some money in the slot. See what happens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't even have to do that slot anymore. It's just a website now. It's just a hole in the dirty wall somewhere in a motel. <laughs> and he spits out an RSS feed on toilet paper. <laughs> just a QR code. Is your, is your uh, Tony, is your burning bubble moment not something you're very proud of? Because I thought you executed that very well. Uh, burning bubble was pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's, there's good moments. Yeah, there's I think, just a lot I think of them. Done cool there, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of content we've Six put out, years. So. Yes, that's true. Uh I, I guess for me, D D wise, I I don't know. I love that we killed the boss bogan or whatever by just dropping chandeliers and like very quickly defeat a boss. Uh in the D D front. I thought that was pretty funny. And then um I'm really proud of uh of just the amount of uh side podcasts. Uh, I, I really liked doing the potty do's, the uh, all the comic stuff, now the Venture Bros Bros. I think it's pretty cool that we've been able to do this many side projects, and I put a lot of work into them. Patreon.com slash Legion of Run Up. Winston puts a shit ton of work into making sure the Patreon has content. Uh, you should go do it. Uh, you should you give have us no idea. I, I took so many notes on this cartoon, you have no idea. Seriously. We actually <laughs> put a lot of effort into those because sometimes we can't all get together by sometimes I mean very often, but some of us can get together and we do a thing. Chris and me are going to be watching ultimatum together. (laughs) You and I do need to find something to watch. Not that though. (laughs) Probably. Uh, Chris, what's, what's something you're proud of? Oh my God. Uh, I actually, I don't know. I feel like a lot of what we do in the, uh, the comic probably you know what it's it's definitely finishing odyssey that was <laughs> the whole way through odyssey that's probably what it was chris uh, <laughs> is of course referring to batman odyssey one of the first uh i don't like to say bad but you know differently reviewed <laughs> comics <laughs> oh i gotta be careful because neil adams I, is dead oh, I, I, okay. think, uh, <laughs> I, I could throw one in the head i think uh, you know maybe not like a big event but every once in a while after having not done a podcast in a while we'll get back on for a session and have a good high energy day those are usually good high points yeah for sure sometimes oh, yeah. you expect to get back on and it just be a mess but sometimes for whatever reason we just have a good high energy return so oh this episode we are on it yeah until the outro you're which dropping ball bearings <laughs> uh bobby what oh uh chris i want to applaud you for possibly the greatest wordplay of all time when uh, we took down, I forget, some gnome, and you said we got him. We got Gerano Gnome. <laughs> what? I don't remember what it uh, Bobby, was. Bobby, what is... Yeah, I don't even remember what gnome it was now, but anyway, Bobby, what uh, what is something you are proud of? Well, I liked my arc a lot. I put a lot of thought into that. That was way back when, however, but... Yes, the Tiger Club. I had Club. a good time doing that. Yeah, the Tiger I Club. I was just thinking about the Tiger Clubs, and every time I see a manager, I'm like, oh, they're a witch. <laughs> 
<laughs> we all gather together to worship the god equivalent. I forget. Is it is it the man? They're a manager because they're a witch, or they're a witch because they're a manager. They're one. Of the I, I believe it was. No, it's I not. I believe it was. You have to be a witch to become a manager. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I I made I, I, that was not always part of the planned script. I was coming off of one of the worst shifts I ever worked in my entire life. <laughs> I don't even know if that character was originally part of the entire plot. <laughs> that makes me like it even more. I did not know that. That's amazing. A little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> See, real life events create good art. <laughs> so i will quickly run through this fan fiction then we got one fun question to, oh boy i'm not sure we're going to finish this fan fiction because we've been going a while <laughs> there's so many things bad barons is my proud moment because oh god it's such oh. a good one it, it it worked out really well it went one yeah. of our best arcs anyway go ahead with the the fan the fan fiction okay uh what are you running from? From the shorter dragon man brushed some <laughs> dust off his wizard robes. I'm trying to run and find some other magic weapon that can kill him. He's good at damn near everything, making him a tough son of a bitch to take down. And all my teammates just keep saying things like, that's not very chaotic good of you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds frustrating, the Trask man yeah, said at a volume yeah, that was a little I too agree. loud for the group. I'm actually on the run from a giant dragon woman. She was confused and thought the outcropping, the what? The taller dragon man asked, was somehow hers, even though I got there second. I even planted a flag. She refused to leave, so I decided to follow the guidance of my moral compass and personal hero who I base all of my actions on, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Marie Poppins. And I gave her a slap on the butt to shove her down the mountain. <laughs> Next thing I know, the mountain is gone and I'm falling from the sky. And a massive black dragon is flying overhead, spewing acid all around me. So I again, following Marie Poppins' teachings, left the situation. <laughs> Sounds perfectly logical to me, the angel man said. You know, times like these, I think we should ask an important question. The wizard dragon man said, Hey, DM from space, what should we be doing? We don't know where to go. <laughs> the clouds suddenly turned gray. A booming thunder sounded out and a massive head burst forward, now hovering in the sky. It was the head of a Caucasian man with spiky hair and a look that said he'd been through too much. He opened his mouth, ready to bellow his response. Before a word even left his lips, the Trask man started shouting at him. <laughs> Don't you look at us like you've been through so much, he shouted to the literal heavens. Do you have any idea of the shit we've been through? And you have the audacity to look down at us like you've somehow seen too much? This guy's crushing it. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> This is all I don't have to do a Clark that. accent now. Also, I, am I a Super Saiyan? <laughs> I, was, I was unclear. I've read this before, and I forget. There's a recent you had hair, I think. But, JT, oh, there we go. JT, it's, um, it's I'm sorry up. to tell you, I'm not Vegeta. I am Nappa. I gotta do a Clark voice. Uh, I 
I've seen too much because I've been controlling you, dumbass. The voice boomed back. Now shut up and stop breaking the fourth wall. What? You love when we do that, the wizardly dragon man yelled back. He's right. Yeah, I used to, the face shouted, back when I first started at this D&D bullshit, but it gets old, you know? I get tired of it. I can only get the DM Clark so angry before it starts to get repetitive. It's Chris. I want to try. Oh, it's Chris. I'm sorry. That's my Chris voice now. <laughs> I want to try playing a serious character for once, one that respects the lore. Respects the lore, the taller dragon man yelled. Why the hell would you do that? Lore is what got us screwed, the angel man yelled. I tried to convince the goddamn Winston to rewind time, and he got all uppity because I killed a kid, and somehow that made things permanent. (laughs) Well, the angel and the taller dragon argued with the giant floating face. The shorter dragon person inched closer to the Trask man. He slipped a small vial with a needle on the end into his hand. Listen, he whispered. You look pretty strong, like you have a ridiculous plus to your strength checks. (laughs) I've been saving this for a special occasion. It's the last vial of werewolf spit. Was going to use it on myself once I killed John Johnson, but I think if you use it on this floating head guy, it might turn him chaotic evil, and he'll probably help us out. So you want me to try turning a being beyond our comprehension evil? Of course. Wait, I'm sounding like someone else. <laughs> um, sounds like a plan to me. Wait until he's distracted. Just then, the tall dragon man delivered his loudest bleh ever uttered. When he finished, he inhaled and let loose a massive fireball straight at the floating head's hair. The flame lit the head of flame causing him to scream and shake to put out the flames. The Trask man then tossed the werewolf vial into the air, drew his axe, flipped it upside down, and swung at the vial. He smacked the vial harder than a dragon's ass, sending it flying at the DM's face. The vial punctured the face and the cheeks, and immediately a change was observed. Hair sprouted from the face's chin, growing into a fully formed beard. It stopped at the same time the flames on its heads went out. The hair was now gone, leaving a clean, bald dome. The DM (laughs) finally stopped shaking and looked down. What? He gasped. I'm bald, and I have a beard. Bald, beard, and I want to take things seriously, and I want to screw over all my friends by making them sit down to play games with me at incredibly early hours of the weekend. I I can't believe it. I'm Clark. I was Clark the whole time. No. Congrats, man. The, the face honor. retreated into the clouds, and the sky returned to normal. Well, that was weird, the taller dragon man said. Wonder what that all meant. I don't know, but I think we're going to piss a bunch of people off, said the angel man. Hey, at least we're not all fucking each other, right? The shorter dragon man said. <laughs> what? Nope. We all kept our pants on and our dicks to ourselves, the Trask man yelled. Now let's leave and never speak of this again, because none of this is canon. With that, the four figures turned and left. Maybe they would meet again someday in the future. One can only hope they don't. Thank you, JT. Holy shit. Wow. That guy is a guy who's read or listened to some stuff. Uh, I was really hoping he said, 
is going to end with, well, it's not like we were fucking. And then it's like, hey, you want to fuck? Yeah, okay. (laughs) God. Oh, that was incredible. Um, Jesus. Our fans are fucking amazing. These are the ones that aren't on patreon.com slash Legion Radab. Also, just fucking DM me. I'll give you a free link. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you you don't want to, we would really appreciate if you continuously support us. But if you don't support us, I'm pretty sure all you need to do is give us like active on the Discord. <laughs> oh yeah, well definitely. Yeah, yes, that 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 is a way to support us. But if you want to listen to the content, it only takes a single donation to the Patreon, and then you'll get access to the Patreon podcast feed on your podcast app of choice, and you will never lose that access. That that stays forever. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's Clark's frugal life tips. <laughs> you mean Chris's? <laughs> they're one in on my planet. The world one in the same. <laughs> All right, uh, it's been yeah, that's, it's that's, been two hours. We got one, so I'm sorry, we got one more. It's a fun question for Clark. When Trucebreaker <laughs> stole the the characters' dicks in season one, where did they go? It's been a while, and a lot of the episodes are down, so I'm not sure if that was ever covered. Uh, Clark, where those dicks go? Uh, yes, they were they were grafted onto a pig for safekeeping. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's a good way to keep it alive. Did, did you just watch like Saw Six or something? What the fuck? What, you want them to just be floating in space? They will wither and die, my guy. Well, it's, it's time to milk the pig again. <laughs> <laughs> I've replaced your dick with the key. You can either decide to get your dick back or come out of this bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a fucking what a fucking why do people like season one Jesus Christ. <laughs> everyone always okay. references season one. Oh, we just got an email uh clerk when is season one coming back uh season one is coming back uh okay okay i'm not gonna give any dates for this i'm currently currently working on my novel once the novel's done i will re-edit the episodes and get them back on for you guys okay <gasps> okay but uh soda, soda. <laughs> oh bomb <laughs> okay. all right but right. well, y'all better buy this novel y'all better be grateful yeah he will only release season one if he's on the new york times bestseller list <laughs> <laughs> so fucking petty i'm in <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh love you guys thanks for playing thanks for listening uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate you sticking out this long ass outro, and uh, we'll see you guys hopefully soon. Yes, thank you. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye.